Kenna Mutsabi Muloi, Murari wa Albertina, Mama Chona, Le Joseph Mbutana Muloi, Kele Le Kholokwe, Le Hlaba Kotswana, Le Hlaba Khoka Le Maoka Sebunu, Le Hlaba Lisa Khorong ha Magotlwana, Magotlwana a eja a e halana, a re khutla hape o e eketsa, motho wa wetsi. Welcome to the journey with Mpo podcast. A sacred space for healing, love, and rediscovering your life purpose. Introducing your host, Mpa. Hello, friends and family. How is everyone doing? Before we start today's episode, I would like for us to do some breath work. So if you are driving, you're going to have to do this with your eyes open and focused on the road. Breathing is an action our bodies naturally perform. Sometimes we don't even think about it, and yet it happens for us. There is nothing we have to do to make it happen, although there are a lot of things we can do to make it stop. This is besides the point. <laughs> I have been thinking about and exploring the power of intentional breathing. The experience is often so grounding and unbelievably liberating. When we set to fill our body with the primal need, oxygen, and release the toxins, carbon dioxide, we become one with all that is. We feel and ignite the light in us. So let's get started. What I want for us to do is inhale, intentionally take up oxygen. Take up space. Breathe yourself into awareness. It may be a short and struggled inhale, so the focus needs to be on your exhale. Use your exhale to create space and release all that you've been holding on to. Exhale into freedom. I'm going to play music for about a minute or so and all I want you to do is intentionally breathe. How do you feel? Are you in a slightly better mind frame than before? I want you to use the simple technique to navigate daily stresses and anxieties that may arise. Can you do that for me? <laughs> 
Okay, let's get the episode on the road. As you can imagine, I have been using some of this time on rituals and light work. This has opened me up to receive messages from my guides. Hence, today's episode is about generational trauma and sex. Totally unrelated, but there is a golden thread, so I just want you to stick with me. Let's start with generational trauma. The message I've been receiving is this. Traumas can be genetically transferred. Say, what? I thought my guides were messing with me, so I did some research and discovered a New York Times article. The link is in the episode notes. Basically, although evidence is circumstantial, the study in the article concluded an epigenetic explanation. The idea that trauma can leave a chemical mark on a person's genes, which is then passed down to subsequent generations. The mark doesn't directly damage the gene, there is no mutation. Instead, it alters the mechanism by which the gene is converted into functioning proteins or expressed. The alteration isn't genetic, it's epigenetic. When doing some of my rituals or healing work, I'm sometimes confronted and overwhelmed by unrecognizable feelings of trauma. Unrecognizable in the sense that my body can feel the pain and need for healing, but my brain cannot trace memories of the pain's origin. This is why I believe in the importance of taking the necessary steps to work on healing not just ourselves, but generations before us. The more time I spend in this realm, what we call Earth, the better I have become at understanding my purpose for being here. This is the learning and lesson dimension. There is nothing more and nothing less. When we incarnate into this realm, we agree to undertake the necessary spiritual teachings and lessons that come with being here. And when we begin to open our eyes to the truth of what it means to be here, we begin to peel away the unnecessary and confidently pursue the delightful work of our lives. Oh man, I have goosebumps. Are you, <laughs> are you guys still breathing? Are you still with me? Oh my goodness. Okay. When our parents who may not have taken the time to consider the spiritual teachings and lessons of this realm, mate and create us, whatever pains, fears, anxiety, trauma, emotional instability they have is transferred to us through the conception process. Hmm. Furthermore, as we live in the womb for nine months, whatever traumas our mothers experience throughout their lives and inherited from their parents, we absorb. Hence, as current and future parents, we cannot overlook or even forsake the necessary work to heal ourselves from generational trauma and curses. Now, please don't let this scare you. We're in the initial stages of processing this emotion and message. In the conversations to follow this one, we will discuss how to harvest the good genes and spiritual energy we receive from our ancestors. Yes, 
the good energy is transferred too, but sometimes the weird energy is a blocker of blessings. Hence, it is necessary to resolve the weird energy first. Now let's shift the conversation to the second part of our title, sex. (laughs) Where do I begin? Okay, let's go spirit. So my friend Dee and I have been talking about sexual energy vampires. Before I explain what this is, let me shed some light on the obvious, however, not always considered thoughts. Sex is not just a physical act. It is a sacred spiritual communication and the exchange of data. With a man's sexual organ being external, for him, the implications of promiscuity are not often considered. On the other hand, women having an internal sexual organ and connecting with a sexual energy vampire can have devastating effects on mind, body, spirit, and soul. So who or what is a sexual energy vampire? Ever had sex with someone and just had the feeling that your life will never be the same again? And not in that cute, I have met my soulmate kind of way, but like a part of their soul has imprinted itself on yours and you cannot unravel yourself from them? (laughs) Here's how DNI believe this works. The energy vampire is a shallow, light-seeking soul. They have mastered a remarkable ability to source light for themselves, and when they find it, they make it a point to recklessly and selfishly consume every ounce of it. The light is often women and men who are healers in some way, shape, or form those who have been called to heal the broken. Along our path of life, before our awakening, we have met and been with sexual energy vampires. They have taken, broken, and left parts of us. In this moment, time, and space, our guides are bringing us healing, the gift to become whole again, a chance to intentionally cut all ties, connections, and restore our energy. This message took me by surprise. One afternoon while preparing for prayers and meditation, my guides led me through an incredibly powerful restorative experience. They said, as you set out to continue your healing journey, we want you to take the time to think about every single person you have ever connected with in a sexual way. Remember their names and faces. Some you may still speak to, others you may not be able to reach. Regardless of this, mentally bring them into your healing ceremony. This is what you will say to them. Hi, so-and-so. There was a time that you and I connected. I shared with you a sacred part of myself, and so did you with I. I am currently on a self-healing journey, and I have every intention of feeling whole again. Hence, it is in this moment that I disconnect myself from you. 
I lovingly and willingly release your energy and in exchange, I take back my energy and thank them. I did this ceremony twice and the results have been phenomenal. My advice would be to add your favorite crystal, aromatherapy, and incense. Use this ritual to honor your energy and being by offering yourself deep healing. With some of us still being in self-isolation, I believe this is a great time to consider these thoughts, messages, and perhaps set out to deeply explore and discover ourselves. Have fun with it. And remember to always be kind, not just to others, but to yourselves too. And that is all we have for you guys today. What I want you to do is continue to take very good care of yourself. And we will continue meeting in this space. Until then, maholokwe kiotaba ribuile. Aloha. Thank you for tuning in. We would love to grow our family. So if you love this episode, please follow us on Instagram at Journey with Mpo and share this show with your friends and family. If you would like to take your support to the next level with us, then please visit our Patreon page as well, where listeners can become real friends and family and are offered additional benefits like discounts at our online store and access to ad-free episodes. A special shout out to Z from Baltimore for being our very first Patreon member. Thank you, Z. We really appreciate you. Finally, we love hearing from you. So if you are listening through the Apple Podcasts app, then please don't be shy. Leave us a review. Thank you, and we will see you next episode. Hey, everyone. My name is Josh Rapoon, and I am the host of the What School Could Be in Hawaii podcast. This series features imaginative, creative, and innovative public, public charter, and independent school educators and education leaders, sharing their insights into the amazing possibilities for what school could be. Find our episodes at mltsinhawaii.com or your favorite podcast store. You can follow the show on Twitter at mltsinhawaii or on Facebook at Most Likely to Succeed in Hawaii. Aloha and mahalo.